Welcome to this month's Greg Griffith Leadership Podcast. Join Greg Griffith as we together learn what it means to be leaders of our world as we faithfully love and faithfully lead. Like, share, rate, and review this podcast with your friends and others of influence for they too are looking for people like you to help them lead and love day to day. Without further ado, here is your host, Greg Griffith. Hey, leaders. Thanks so much for being a part of this uh, podcast, Greg Griffith Leads. I'm honored that you would even take a moment to just listen in today. A couple things I would invite and encourage you to do. Please rate, review, and share this podcast with a leader you know that uh, would like to lead it a little bit better and a little bit farther as they are leading faithfully and living faithfully as well. I normally do an interview, but this was something that's been on my heart, something that I've been learning and leading in uh, here over the past probably year, and I thought I wanted to share it with you and praying that this helps you lead better with your family, uh, with your work, uh, and whatever season you're in, even in your daily life. I don't know about you, but I could guess that you, like me, have found yourself uh, constantly right now in the state of extreme polarization. What do I mean by that? We are being uh, consistently bombarded uh, with the reality that every single thing is a hot potato, meaning that it's it's life or death. It is the most crucial, crucial thing that we could do, uh, that if we make the wrong decision, everything could end. And the truth of the matter is, none of that is true. What that really does is it creates inside each and every one of us a extreme emotional response. And when we have that emotional response, we lose the ability to make good decisions. We lose the ability for rationale. And so I have been learning and leading into this and really trying to find a time to say, what's the middle? Remove myself from an emotional polarization that I, as a leader, can find myself so easily wanting to get into. Whether it's a decision for how our organization is going to go, whether it's how I'm leading as a parent to my children, or even whether it's a decision of what my wife and I do for vacation, we can find ourselves emotionally driven. I like the axiom that says, to remove roadblocks, you also eliminate emotions and you are data driven. And that really is saying, find your middle. So leaders, here's what I want to do today. I want to give you the four P's to finding the middle. And the first P is perspective. Perspective really matters. If you believe that the perspective is that this is a life or death decision, that this is a decision that will ultimately affect how everything goes, then you have found yourself at the polar opposite of an extreme position. Take a breath. Take a moment and look at the perspective. Here's how I like to look at my perspective. First, 
I'm 46 years old. I have some life behind me. I have some life ahead of me. In the scheme of the world, my 80, 90 years is small. My perspective is the reality, too, that anything I do this moment is not going to destroy what I've done in the past, nor will it deter what my life will look like in the future. As a leader of an organization, I remind our teams consistently that whatever we decide today will not close our doors tomorrow, and whatever we do today will not keep us open. There was a place that was here well before us, and truthfully, this will be here well beyond us. So, a perspective that takes a breath and says, where is this really mattering, helps us get to the middle. It removes our emotional, I have to do. It removes the fear of the future, and it removes the pain of the past. Know your perspective. Number two, position. What is your role? This is so important. As a coach, when I coached basketball, I always told every single one of our players, you have a role. I have a role. I'm your coach. I can't play. I can't take the shots. My role is to help lead, encourage, and put you into positions of success. Some of you, your role is going to be to start. Some of you, your role is going to come off the bench. Some of you, your role is going to be to get our players ready through practice. What position do you have? Are you in a position to actually make a decision? Are you in a position to make the difference? Are you in a position to make the call? Are you in a position to be the criticizer? Are you in a position to be the encourager? Are you in a position to be the advice giver? I think so often we put ourselves in the position of the armchair quarterback. We're the ones saying, if I were to call the shots, I'm not the one who's calling the play on the field. I'm the fan to encourage, to support, to uplift. So what position do you have? So when you go into something, when there's something that's raising your anxiety, when you're finding yourself in an extreme, what position are you in? And what position is the person you're talking to in? Are you talking to a person that can actually make a difference, or are you just talking to a person that also is like you without a position to do anything about it? And when we do that, we just stoke flames of discouragement and disgruntlement. And in Christian language, this is called gossip. So know your position. Know your position and accept that position. Number three, so we have our perspective. Where are we at? What is our position? How can we make a difference? And then lastly, or thirdly, what's your power? Like, what power do you have 
to be able to make a difference in this. And really, here's the power we only, every one of us only has, the power of one. I love that saying, the power of one, from Dr. Gary Smalley's, where I first heard of it. What is that power? How I respond. I don't have any other power. My only power that I truly can control is my response. And and that's how I can control what I do. That's the power that I have. That's all you and I have, is the power of one. How are you responding to whatever situation you're in? And by the way, when we go off the handle, when I find myself responding emotionally to whatever someone else is doing, I've actually yielded that power to them. I've now said the power to control me is you. And I've given that power away. Where when I say, this is how I'm going to respond. This is what I want to do. This is who I am. This is what's been formed in me. Then that's my power. And I don't let anyone else do that. No one can make you yell. No one can make you cry. No one can make you uh, scream. No one can make you storm off. You have that power. Take it, own it, and use it. Our perspective, our position, our power leads us to the last P, our posture. This is where, how am I relying and seeing God through all these things? What's my posture with God? I don't, I, I don't love that phrase that says, you know, stop trying to be God when we try to control things. I, I, I do try to control things, but I'm never trying to be God. Like, I, I know I'm not God, but I do try to control the outcome. So I'm not saying here that I'm trying to be God. What I am saying is I have to have the posture to yield myself to the will and the way of God, even though it might not be mine. I may want a desired outcome that God sees something greater and bigger than what I can even see or know. And so am I willing to have a posture to yield that to him? And again, when my perspective is that that everything was before me and there's going to be a lot of things after me, when my position is that let me just take care of what I can take care of, when my power is how I respond and I realize I can't force others to respond the way I would want them to, my posture then could be to yield to God, to say, all right, I'm going to let you go with this. Let me be the most faithful, hardworking steward in whatever role this is. And we have this. I can't force my children to choose what their next school is or if they go to school in their next stage. I can't force them to do a job. I think one of the biggest ways I see this happening is, and I haven't experienced it, but, but parents who are parenting adult children, they have to have a posture of yielding, of, of, of saying, I can't control this anymore. I can just influence, I can just love, I can pray, and I can yield them to God. Friends, leaders, when we live out this way, 
use these four Ps, perspective, our position, our power, and our posture. We will find ourselves leading not on the polar opposite spectrums, but will lead through the middle. And I guarantee, too, you will find, like I have been, just an emotional groundedness, a peace that surpasses all understanding, and a privilege each day to step into whatever it is, knowing your perspective, your position, your power, and your posture. So live out today faithfully leading, faithfully loving, and see yourself walking with the presence of God. Thank you for being a part of this month's Greg Griffith Leadership Podcast. Join Greg next month for leadership insights to faithfully love and faithfully lead. Now go be terrific today.